On this episode, I share seven important questions that every landing page should try to answer. You're listening to Landing Page School, presented by Growth Marketer. This is where you'll find bite-sized insights on landing page design, A-B testing, and conversion optimization, helping you turn more of your website visitors into leads and customers. And now, here's your host, Nicholas Scalise. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Landing Page School podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas Scalise, and I'll be answering one of the most frequent questions I get, which is, what should be on a landing page? And there are many different answers to this, and there's a lot of content online, and everybody seems to have their own approach. And we could easily talk about this for hours. In fact, I've done workshops on this topic that have spanned multiple hours, and I uh, created a course on this, and there's a lot of content out there. So for this episode, I want to just hit the highlights and try to get through it pretty quickly because I try to keep these episodes short. So let's dig right in. So instead of looking at a landing page as a collection of different things that should be on it, I want you to take a step back and think of it at one level higher up. And what I mean by that is instead of thinking that this is sort of like a Lego project and you have all these different building blocks and you need to assemble them on your landing page to get people to take action. Instead, I want you to think about the person or people who are going to be visiting that landing page from your target audience and the questions that they have. Because no matter what the case is, everyone who visits a landing page will have some conscious and some subconscious questions that they want to get answered. That's why they're on the page. And a lot of these questions are subconscious, such as, can I trust what is being offered? Can I understand what this page is about? Has this product, service, or offer worked for others? Things like that. And so the way I put this framework together, I'm calling it the seven question landing page framework, it's all about answering the seven most important questions that every visitor is going to have as they visit your landing page. So I'm going to go through those questions and then we'll dig in a little bit to the psychology behind each question and the element on the page that it's affecting. But if you don't want to take notes and you just want to get the cheat sheet for all of this, I put it together in an absolutely free ebook and it's called the seven question landing page framework. And you can get it simply by heading over to landingpageschool.com slash framework. Again, it's completely free. This is probably one of the most valuable resources I've ever put together. I've put together other resources like checklists and getting started guides and guides to tools and things like that. But I think this one is easily the most valuable free resource I've ever released. So I encourage you to go check it out at landingpageschool.com framework. Just as a disclaimer, you're getting it absolutely for free, but you will get opted into my free weekly newsletter called Growth Marketer Weekly. It's absolutely free. If you don't like the newsletter, you can unsubscribe at any time. But I think if you're enjoying this podcast, you're going to really like the newsletter as well because I share one simple email every Thursday with the very best growth marketing news, tools, and insights, and it's going to complement what you're learning on this podcast very well. And again, everything is absolutely free. So you can get that framework at landingpageschool.com slash framework or hit the link in the show notes. So now with that being said, let's go through the framework real quickly and cover some of the most important elements. So like I said, there's seven questions that every landing page should try to answer. The questions are number one, do I quickly understand the big idea? Number two, can it specifically help me? Number three, do I like it? Number four, has it helped others? 
Number five, do I trust it? Number six, is there something special about it? And number seven, can I easily take action now? So the key thing about these questions is that each question has an underlying principle behind it. So for instance, question number one talks about clarity. Do I understand the big idea? So what I mean by this is when someone lands on the page in a fraction of a second, you need to be able to share with them what the big idea of the page is. And you're most often going to be able to do this in the hero section of the page, which is the part of the page where the visitor will see it right away without needing to scroll. So you wanna have a very clear headline, maybe a sub headline, maybe some relevant imagery, maybe your brand logo, and most importantly, a call to action above the fold so that people know not only what the page is offering, but how to take that next step. The second question, can it specifically help me? This I call the relevance question because it's talking about how relevant this page and this product and service and this offer is for the visitor. Because at the end of the day, people do not wanna hear about your life story or how you started the company. They wanna hear what's in it for them. There's this old saying, WIFM, W-I-I-F-M. It's what's in it for me. If you can remember that acronym, it's gonna help you no matter what type of copy you're writing for your website or your landing pages, because you don't wanna use words like, we are the best and our services and how we do this and that. It's, that's boring copy. What you really wanna do is focus in on how you're gonna help the visitor because you want them to see the relevance for them. That's why I call that the relevance question. The third question, do I like it? I call this the affinity question because it's a very subconscious question because people are not coming to your landing page and saying explicitly, oh, do I like this? Is this something I wanna buy? But subconsciously, that's what they're thinking. And the littlest detail could turn them away from your product or your service, even if what you're offering is really captivating. Things that could turn them away is the overall look and the feel of the page. If it doesn't feel like a professional page or there's something about it that makes it hard to read, or for instance, if it's light text on a light background and there's a lot of things moving around, or hey, maybe the page doesn't even load quick enough. And that's gonna create a bad experience for the visitor and it's gonna detract from that affinity score. So this question is all about really trying to create an experience for the visitor that has a high level of affinity. The fourth question, which is, has it helped others? I call this the influence question. And there have been entire books written about influence. In fact, there's a book called Influence by Dr. Robert Cialdini, which I recommend you read. And it's all about social proof and how we look to others before we make decisions to help us make better decisions. Now, the easiest way you can add influence to your landing page is through testimonials. That's pretty obvious, but there's a lot of different ways to implement testimonials, and I go into some more detail in the framework. That's why I definitely recommend you download it absolutely free at landingpageschool.com framework. Uh, but basically, long story short, you need to have some type of social proof on your page, whether it is a testimonial or testimonials, whether it's a case study, or maybe it's even what I call statistical social proof, where you have something like maybe the number of clients you've worked with over the years, if it's a service business, because that's going to show that you've done a lot of work for a lot of people, and a lot of people have benefited from your product or your service. Moving on to the fifth question, this is, do I trust it? And so obviously it's the trust question. And just like social proof, this one goes hand in hand, but it's all about creating a sense of trust on the page. Now there's some very easy ways to do this at a high level. You wanna make sure your page is secure using an SSL certificate so that it has that little lock icon in the browser. But there's some other things you can do to build up trust. There's these things called trust indicators or trust logos or trust seals that a lot of the very best landing pages will have. 
So a good example of this is if you've been featured in a major publication that your audience would recognize, or if you have a certification, or if you're a member of the Better Business Bureau, or you have something you can show, maybe an award, and you can visually represent that, that's gonna add some additional trust to the page. So you should display that somewhere prominent so that people see it. Then the sixth question is, is there something special about it? I call this the advantage question because what we're really talking about here is what is your unique advantage? Whether it be for your product, your service, your cause, your offer, whatever it is, there has to be something unique about it because people are going to be comparing what you're offering against all the other options they have where we're talking about your competitors. And remember, we're also talking about the option to do nothing. People often say, oh, I have no competitors. Well, there's always a competitor, no matter what you're doing, even if you're the only one selling that product or service, because the competitor could be inaction. It could be people choosing to do nothing. So if you have a unique advantage, that's gonna help you stay above and stand out from the crowd. So an example here would be Dyson vacuums have what are called cyclonic technology. And who knows what the heck that even is, but you know, it's helped them sell a lot of vacuums and that's what makes Dyson stand out from other brands and has really helped them propel themselves as a market leader in the vacuum category, which was a very boring product space for a very long time. And last but not least, the seventh question in the seven question landing page framework is, can I easily take action now? So yes, this is the action question. And what we're really talking about here is the call to action or call to actions on the page, and you wanna have those throughout your page. So typically what I like to do at a minimum is have a call to action at the very top of the page, and usually this is gonna be either a button or a form, and then I'll like to have one down at the bottom of the page if it's a relatively short page. So by default, you wanna have at least two calls to action, and if it's a longer page, you wanna put some in the middle as well. So as people continue to consume the content, they're reminded that it's not just for consumption, but that there's a next action that they're supposed to take, whether that be to fill out a form, click a button, get in contact, add something to their cart, make a purchase, whatever the case may be, that's your call to action. Now, another question I get related to the action question is, should I have different calls to action or should they all be exactly the same? And this is a great question, and this is actually an issue that I see happen a lot, and I'm gonna do an entire episode of this podcast in the future on calls to action, but the simple answer is, what I would recommend is have one main call to action, but it's okay if you switch up how you are wording it from time to time throughout the page, especially if it's a long page. You don't want that call to action to be exactly the same thing every single time where it's worded exactly the same. For instance, if you are a law firm and you're saying, get my free consultation, you might be able to switch that up and say something like uh, schedule a time to speak with an attorney or contact us now, something like that. But at the end of the day, it's still the same action. You're still trying to get the visitor to fill out a form or call a phone number to get in touch. So one thing I would certainly recommend you don't do is don't have completely different calls to action all on the same page where you have check us out on Facebook and subscribe to my newsletter and buy now and get in touch, that's gonna create confusion. So you wanna have a consistent call to action, but it's okay if you switch up the wording of that call to action as the page goes on. So there you have it. That is the quickest way I can explain the seven question landing page framework. Again, I covered all this in much more detail in the free guide, so you can check it out at 
landingpageschool.com slash framework. And I'm going to be doing episodes on each and every single one of these seven questions in a lot more detail. So we'll spend at least 15 to 20 minutes on each of these questions on a future episode. So there's lots of content in store with the Landing Page School podcast. So if you haven't already subscribed, be sure to hit that subscribe button. One final thing I want to leave you with, because this is another thing that comes up a lot in the questions that I've been getting, even as I've relaunched this show, people are still asking me about this, is what platform do you recommend for building landing pages? And if you've listened to the previous couple episodes, you know that I'm a huge fan of Unbounce. So I recommend you check out Unbounce. You can use it as a drag and drop landing page builder, and you can also use it to test your landing pages. And it's very easy to get started. And as an Unbounce partner, you can get a free 14-day trial of Unbounce, plus you can get a 20% discount off of it simply by going to landingpageschool.com slash Unbounce, or hit the link in the show notes and start your trial and see what all the hype is about, because it's a really good product. So that's landingpageschool.com slash Unbounce. That's going to do it for this episode. So I'll be back next week. So until then, have a fantastic rest of your day. Landing Page School is presented by Growth Marketer and produced by Earnworthy LLC.